Welcome to Awakening After Adversity, where we share tips and strategies for women to overcome the shit that life throws at them. I'm your host, Margaret Rose. Let's get started. Welcome to episode three of Awakening After Adversity. I'm your host, Margaret Rose, aka Maggie. Um, Today, I'm going to be a little bit off the cuff. I know that what I really want to talk about is self-worth. It's something that I'm going to be talking about in my group um, on Facebook over the coming weeks. You can find the link in the description of the podcast. And I'll be hosting a masterclass on this very topic in two weeks on March 12th. It's only $27. It's two hours long and it's, you know, everything that you are going to learn here plus everything that I'm sharing my group, but it's with me live. So you get coaching. We're going to be doing whatever comes up, whether it's tarot cards, tapping, um, whatever other modalities that I use, but along with this information that is so vital Um, and you'll have to excuse the sounds of my toddler playing in the background as well. Um, So why do I want to talk about self-worth? You know, it's so incredibly important and I feel like it's not addressed enough as the foundation to, you know, everything else. Mindset, manifestation, um, business, everything right? And you can hire a coach to work on your business. You can hire a coach to work on your mindset. You can hire a coach to work on your um, manifesting abilities. But those are all just symptoms of self-worth, right? When you know your worth and you know exactly what you're deserving of, then everything else just kind of falls into place after that, right? And when we doubt our worth, that's when our mindset is in the gutter. That's when our business isn't working. That's when we struggle as a parent. And, you know, there's so many ways in which our worth, um, that we're taught to give up our worth to other people. Nobody can actually take our worth from us, um, or devalue our worth. We are the ones that give it away, but we're taught to give it away our entire lives. We're taught to devalue ourselves. We're taught that we're not pretty enough. So we have to buy makeup and do our hair and buy, you know, certain clothes. We're told that we're not skinny enough um, or that we're not curvy enough. We're told that we're not, you know, light enough or dark enough. Or we're told that we're not feminine enough or that we're not masculine enough. And, you know, all of just these not enough And much of it just comes from other people not having a true sense of their own worth and passing that down to us. But it's also just the society that we have grown up in, especially this post-industrial society that we live in that is literally built off of the back of our feelings of worthlessness, right? You need to buy this product because it'll fix all your problems. You need to, you know, hire this person because I'm going to solve all your problems. You need to, um, you know, watch all of the amazing movies because then you'll be in the in crowd and then you'll be worthy of being in the in crowd. Um, And everything boils down to, you know, 
so many people try to make money off of the backs of our feelings of worthiness or lack of worthiness. And, you know, my hope is that if I can start this conversation as a foundation to all of these other things, because I'm just not really seeing it out in the coaching space. I'm not seeing it out in the world that like that self-worth is the foundation of all of that. If we have self-worth, then when our mind tries to tell us that we're not worthy, we're going to be like, yeah, okay, I don't believe you. So whatever, you know, when our mind starts creating all of these negative stories about who we are, then we can look at those with our sense of self-worth and know that it's just not true, right? And we can look at a world, you know, say you're a business owner, or you're an employee, and we can look at what people are willing to pay us and not put our worth on that, right? Whether somebody chooses to pay us $60,000 or $600,000, that's not where our worth is derived from, right? That's not where our success is derived from. And it's something that can be so innate within us, but because we have so many things outside of us, you know, trying to, they're just basically asking for it and we just give it away. And so imagine the power of being able to take back your feelings of self-worth and to no longer give that power away and to be able to, from that foundation, change your mindset, manifest, you know, your desires, build the business you want, be the parent that you want, break those generational patterns that you've been trying to break in your family. All of those things come from this one. And so I want to talk about for me where self-worth comes from. And I read on a psychology, positive psychology website that they did a study saying that people tend to get their self-worth from their accomplishments. They feel their self-worth after they, you know, do something, they accomplish something, they have certain ability, they, you know, or in comparison to somebody else that they um, win a competition and, you know, instead of somebody else, it's based on doing and it's based on comparison between them and somebody else. And that's how our society operates. But for me, it's an inherent nature within us. We were born worthy. We are always worthy from the lowest, you know, lowliest of all of us to the most, you know, advanced of us right? All the way from, you know, and I don't want to get too much into like the depths and details of this, but, you know, thinking of somebody that you would call quote unquote evil, right? That's also just a human being worthy of love that they never received and the ways that they act out because of that, because they don't believe that they're worthy. And, you know, to people like Buddha or Dalai Lama or, you know, enlightened beings that know their worth inherently within, we're all, we're all capable and have that worthiness within us. And I know that's hard to believe for, 
you know, you might say, okay, well, Maggie, I'm worthy, but not everybody's worthy. There are people out there that are really awful and mean. And, you know, and I'm asking you to look beyond what we see in this world, beyond the singular lifetime that somebody might be experiencing in this life, right, in this material plane, and look beyond that to their soul, to their spirit, to the everlasting part of them. And if we can understand that our worth comes from that, that even the lowest of us all is worthy, not because of who they are in this lifetime or in this physical space, but because they are spirit, because they are soul, because they are everlasting, then so are we. Then we can see that I'm actually a good person. So yeah, I'm fucking worthy, right? Because our worth doesn't come from what we do in this lifetime. It comes from the fact that we exist. And I don't mean just exist in this physical plane. I mean that we are God's children. We are products of the universe. We are part of the universe. And the universe is nothing but love and worthiness. And so therefore we are worthy. And there's nothing and nobody that can take that away from us unless we allow them to. And where it gets tricky is that as children, we allow people to because we just don't know any better. Our brains aren't formed well enough. We don't have, you know, a good example of holding on to our worthiness and what that means. If we don't have somebody in our life that is solid in that as well, right? Like if your parents didn't know their self-worth, then that's something that you may struggle with as a child as well. But once we become adults, once we become older, once we have the opportunity to experience things outside of our, you know, family, outside of our upbringing, then we all have the capacity to hold on to that self-worth, to get it back, right? To hold on to it, to pull back all of the power that we give other people and to hold on to our self-worth and to never let somebody else take it away from you again, or never let somebody else, you know, Never let yourself give it away to somebody else again. I want to be conscious of my words because as I said, it's not something that people can take away. It's something that we can give them, but we can choose not to give our self-worth away. And so one of the examples that I also like to give is, you know, to think about, think about all of the human beings in the entire history of the earth that had to exist in order for you to be born here and now. Think of all of the synchronicities that had to happen in order for all of your ancestors to meet each other, to have a child, for that child to then meet their partner and then have another child and all of the ways in which people traveled over the world and all of the decisions that had to be made for these two people to come together to have a child that had a child that had a child that had you. That is nearly impossible. Nearly impossible. The chances of every single, you know, person that had to exist in order for you to exist here and now, it's just, it's astronomical, right? And so the fact that you're here right now in this moment, that you are a piece of the universe experiencing this lifetime, to me, it just blows my fucking mind. And when I think of that, when I think of the fact that we're all just, you know, 
and those big like corny cheesy things that you see in movies like we're all literally just stardust right and for stardust to form in the way that it formed in this moment in time after millennia of you know people coming together to create me and to create you how could you not be worthy how could you be not be worthy of you know all of the things in your heart and all of the love you desire and what i believe is that if we really stood in our worth more it could change the entire world imagine if you know all 8 billion people on the planet knew their worth and that doesn't mean that we all get to be selfish and step on each other but when i know my worth then I know your worth and I don't devalue you. If I don't devalue me and we're all connected and you're exactly the same as me and the fact that, you know, all of the people and all of the things that had to come into place to put you here in front of me and you are also a part of the universe and you are also soul and spirit inhabiting this physical plane then how are we any different? How is your worth any different than mine? So now imagine if we all knew our own worth, which then meant that we all knew each other's worth. How different would this world be? How different would this world be if everybody knew that I'm just as worthy as you and you're just as worthy as the next person, that the famous person is just as worthy as the, you know, person who nobody knows who they are, that the big person is just as worthy as the small person, right? That the light person is just as worthy as the dark person. You know, that all comes, that can only come, that kind of you know, utopian world can only exist if you know your worth. If you first know your worth. So everything that you want, everything you want to manifest, all of the mindset changes you want to make, all of the self-love that you want to actualize, all of the relationships that you want to have, every single thing stems from how you feel about yourself deep within. And so then the question becomes, I'm sure you're asking Maggie, how, well, how, how do I build that self-worth, right? It's nice to think about all of these like big, you know, star in the sky ancestors you know for millennia that's all great and all but how do I practically and you know with intention feel my own worth in my own life every day and right now and so one question that I like to ask myself whenever I'm struggling with something if I'm sad if I'm angry or if I'm even if I'm happy or grateful is you know the question is Am I knowing my worth in this moment? And if the answer is no, then I know I need to do something about that, right? I need to love myself, nurture myself, spend some time with myself, do some journaling, spend some time with the people I love. I need to do whatever it takes to remember who I am and remember my worth. And that can look like, you know, anything depending on who you are self-love and self-care to me might mean something completely different for you for me today it was taking a bath while my son was taking a nap 
and filling it up with Epsom salt and some lavender oil and just sitting in the bath and feeling the warmth of the water and relaxing and not feeling guilty about not cleaning the house because I am worthy of relaxation. I am worthy of calm and peace in my life and, you know, the things that had to be put aside, like cleaning the house, that doesn't determine my worth, right? It's great to have a clean house and it's great and I do, I clean my house, but not if it comes from a place of shame or guilt or unworthiness. It comes from a place of I'm ready to do this and I'm happy to do this now because if not, then, then maybe I need to take a bath, <laughs> right? Maybe I need to do my podcast today because that makes me feel really good. Maybe I need to, you know, connect with people. And so the question is for you then, what are the things that make you feel good and worthy? And how can you do more of that? And when you notice yourself spiraling in negative thoughts or having anxiety or really, you know, wallowing in your anger or feeling really lonely, what is something that reminds you of your worth? It could be even just prayer or meditation, connecting to source, remembering who you are outside of this physical plane, right? Not just this human body that you're in, but this, the spirit that is residing within you. It could be anything. And if you struggle to come up with things like that, then that's what my masterclass is for on the 12th. And that's what I'm here for. That's what my group is there for joyful warrior women on Facebook. But if you know what feels good and you know what makes you feel worthy, then I encourage you to do more of it, but also to recognize when you don't feel that way and recognize that it is a feeling underneath all of the other feelings. What is that baseline feeling? Because I guarantee you nine times out of 10, it's going to be worthiness. I guarantee you nine times out of 10, it's going to be you know, feeling like you've given your worthiness away to somebody else, right? Because you didn't set that boundary because you didn't feel worthy. You didn't hold that boundary because you didn't feel worthy. You stayed in that toxic situation because you didn't feel worthy, right? You were nervous at the job interview because you didn't feel worthy. And so it's not to boil everything down and make it so simplistic, but if it was a bit more simple, wouldn't that make it easier? I mean, you know, because then you wouldn't have to work on all of these other things simultaneously all at the same time. You could just work on your self-worth and the rest of the symptoms would, you know, start to dissipate. And so I just ask you to experiment with this a little bit. You know, maybe don't take my word for it. Maybe this triggers something in you and you're like, yeah, not for me. That's fine. That's totally fine. But I want you to experiment. If you allow yourself to work on your feelings of worthiness and to really build your feelings of worthiness up, does it help? Does it help in those other areas of your life? Does it start to make changes in your mindset, in the things that you're able to manifest for yourself in your relationships and just see? There's no harm. I mean, there is no way that increasing your self-worth could really harm you, <laughs> right? Because if it's truly self-worth and not like ego, then 
it's it can't be harmful at all. So just give it a try and see what happens. And if it does help, then again, as I mentioned before, the question is to see the worth of others, even when it's difficult, even when it's hard to have compassion for them, even when they're harming you. Just because they're worthy doesn't mean that you owe them anything. It just means that you can have compassion for them and you can let them go or you can set those boundaries because you know that they're worthy of your boundaries too. Because nobody really, you know, most people don't desire to hurt others and they do so out of fear or shame or feelings of unworthiness. And so when we can see that in others and see that they don't feel worthy, we can have a little bit more compassion for them. So again, experiment with your own feelings of worthiness. And if it helps you, then see if it helps your relationships. If you noticing the worthiness of others helps the way that you see the world a little bit differently. And of course, I would love to know what the results of your experiment are. Okay, so I have so much more to say about this, but I'm going to invite you to, you know, again, visit my group on Facebook, join me in the masterclass on the 12th, and, and we can go so much deeper there together. But hopefully this is a good starting point for you and kind of put a little bug in your ear as to uh, what direction to go in. And if you found it helpful, I'd love to hear from you and message me and let me know. Okay, much love to you.